Welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. Y'all, I have a beef with the personal development space and you might not like it. And you might be thinking, wait, isn't she in the personal development space? And yes, I am. The personal development space is not personal. We don't need cookie cutter approaches to self mastery and embracing our power. There should not be a one size fits all approach and it drives me crazy. Each of us has gifts that we were born with. We can use those gifts to access more peace and power. Each of us have our own set of sabotaging thoughts that push away peace and power. Each of us have a way, our own way to master our thoughts and behaviors. Now I have a beautiful masterclass coming up that's diving in all of this and to how we can have peace and power with velocity in our businesses. Make sure you grab it in the show notes and register. That is the only way to gain access to this secret podcast private event that only you'll be able to register for and then you can get access to. So see you in the masterclass. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life using these personal development tools and leaning into your human design, which are the gifts that you were born with. It's what makes you special. And when you utilize these gifts, you operate with ease and joy instead of having so much stress and anxiety. So I'm so excited to have a wonderful friend on today, um, Justine Beauregard. She has 17 plus years as a sales coach and trainer, and she helps you love to sell as much as you do as much as she does, you know? And her mission is to make the process of selling feel less overwhelming, work more effectively for you, and have far less effort, which I think sounds lovely. So Justine, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I was so excited to dive into your chart um, and it's magical. But before we get into that, um, do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? Mm. I have so much trouble picking favorites typically because picking a favorite is like, I think about my kids, you know, like which one's my favorite. I love them both for different reasons. And, you know, it's really hard to decide, but I will say I just finished a book called Hidden Potential by Adam Grant. And he is a professor at Wharton and is a brilliant social psychologist. And he writes this book about basically how we all have hidden potential within us and that there's so many instances of people who were maybe themselves saw themselves as an underdog or maybe others had seen them as not qualified to do something or, you know, like we're in school and one of the visual examples he gave is you get straight A's and a D. All of the adults are going to look at that D and go, how do we get that D to an A, like the rest of your grades, right? But his thought is two sides to it. Number one, yes, we want to improve. The D can probably be better, right? Mm -hmm. But what about all those A's? What about all the areas that we're already thriving and already excelling? And we could be leaning more into that. And actually, I think it relates to human design so well, because there's so much that we're born with that we're naturally inclined to do really well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all great. 
but what about this thing over here? I want to challenge myself and get uncomfortable and grow and all the things, but we can challenge ourselves and get uncomfortable and grow in the areas that serve us well. So knowing this information about ourselves is so helpful. And it's just a really beautiful book with a lot of great storytelling and examples and charts and different things that are really helpful. So I would highly recommend it. That sounds amazing. I love that. Um, and we don't celebrate what we've done, what we've accomplished, who we've become too. Like we often just move on to the next thing or like see the holes and the gaps in where we can improve. And then like, why don't we just like, instead of just keep moving the mile marker ahead and ahead, I'm like, why don't we just enjoy this journey right here where we are, you know? Yes. Or so, do both. You know, it's not yes. either or. It can be both yeah. and we can celebrate ourselves and the progress and continue to move the mile marker if we want to. And sometimes it's not about moving it ahead. Sometimes it's about moving it to the right or to the left and kind of expanding within a category mm -hmm. versus always kind of narrowly focusing forward. We can focus yeah. outward and inward and all of these different ways. And that shifts the way that we think about how we can grow, which I think is so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that growth, um, that mindset, the growth mindset, you know, yeah. um, I love that. Well, I'm so excited, Justine, to jump into your human design chart. Um, you have beautiful gifts on your chart. And the place where I always start and I always recommend people starting is the foundation of their human design type. Now, I love human design because it has all these layers, right? It's not just like, here's how you operate or here's your gifts, but it's like, um, how do you make decisions best? You know, yeah. how do you make things happen? Um, what feels in alignment to you? What's that feeling feel like? You know, all these things. Um, so this foundation that really sets the stage for um, this alignment and and feeling um, alignment's all about this like freedom and and velocity and all these great things about um, having less stress and anxiety. So. Feeling aligned with your human design type, you are a manifesting generator. So that's one of the types. And um, you're, if you could wave a flag of a theme of a manifesting generator, it would be, don't put me in a box. <laughs> manifesting generators have no box. Actually, you know, they're like, they're like a diamond. They're very multifaceted. You know, when you're looking at a diamond, each, um, each, area of face of the diamond is different or is like has a unique color or the sun hits it differently that's what an mg does the best is they're multi um faceted and multi-dimensional meaning they can um there's a lot of multi-passionate layers there you know there's a yeah. lot of things you're interested in there's a lot of um and they don't have to connect to each other right they can just be, yeah. I love this and I love that. And, and we don't have to funnel them through somehow making sense, right? Um, you're also really multi good at multitasking. So you can have a lot of different things on your plate. And so you can take that and be like, okay, we need to do this and we need to do that and we need to do this. Um, and sometimes it can look like, oh, people could say, oh, do you have like ADD? Do you just jump around, bounce around to different things? Or, um, but it's not what you're seeing is this dimension of how things need to be done in order to quickly um, accelerate 
in that area. So you're picking and choosing the most important things at the moment um, and doing those things. So you're this really speedy creator in that way. Um, mm -hmm. And so when people are putting you in a box, like do this certain thing, this certain way, um, you're, you're like, no, punch the box. I need freedom. And that's what MGs need is they need freedom to shift and to change and to create and to innovate and to drop things too. They need to say like, I don't want to do that anymore, you know, and have the freedom, whether it's from their selves or other people to be able to shift into change in that. So love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think, well, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only part that might not be true is that I do still have ADHD. <laughs> so that didn't go away. <laughs> but I do get what you're saying. And I think it, it's really interesting. Um, I will often say to people, what most creators can do in six months, I can do in six oh. days because yes. I am five steps ahead. Always. I'm thinking about every little piece. Like when someone says I'm going to launch something, it feels like mm -hmm. a very like big category of things, yeah. or maybe to some it's even like oversimplified, like, Oh yeah, I have to launch yeah. that course or whatever. And they're kind of thinking about it in a really broad sense. And then they'll take a month mm -hmm. to kind of continue to ruminate on the idea. And then they'll right. slowly kind of say, oh yeah, and I, I need to find a way to sell that, I'm sure. And like, I need to find a way to maybe market that. And so what kind of language would I use to do that? And it's like this very slow kind of just like this unfolding kind of process that takes a long time. And for me, I'm like, you want to launch something? Okay, we need an offer. We need a price point. We need a name. We need to figure out the messaging. We need to build a landing page. We need to get the automation set up. Like my brain is moving a million miles a minute and I'm checking off all those boxes going, yep. And then we use this software for this. And this is, it's like my mind is an internal checklist. Mm -hmm. And it's, I know all those pieces, even if I've never done something before, I can posit what those pieces would be just because it's how my brain operates. So yeah. I definitely resonate with what you said. That's really beautiful. Like this, um, internal checklist. And that's, I think that the, um, one of the keys to seeing this, um, internal checklist is you're communicating this kind of vision with other people so yeah. that they're seeing that vision as well. They're like, Oh, Oh, okay. If I do this, it simplifies the system and yeah. the process. And, and I think um, most of business is emotional, you know, and in our brains. And so to have someone just be like, okay, here we go. We're done. Yes. You know, that's a gift. That's huge. It is a gift. Yeah. I see it as a gift. And what the ADHD does, which I think is actually an amplifier of the MG personality style is I have hyper-focus. So when those you know, I don't consider myself necessarily great at multi multitasking because I think multitasking is a myth. And if you've ever read the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, mm -hmm. it really calls attention to the fact that we can never really do two things simultaneously really well, unless one of those things is sort of a passive action. So for instance, if I am walking and listening to a podcast. I can do that yes. really well because I don't have to think about walking. I can think about yeah. the content of the podcast. But if I'm trying to write something and listen to a podcast, not going to work because it's two functions 
the same functions yes. of the brain working simultaneously. So I like to call that repurposing time when I'm nice. recording content in the shower or in the, in the car, when I have kind of a stream of consciousness or listening to a book while I'm walking, things like that. But I think it's very interesting to sort of consider this idea that when we hyper-focus on some of those areas, even though it might seem like I'm multitasking because I've got all those tabs open, so yeah. to speak, if my my brain was a browser window or like a Chrome yes. tab or something, I'm like, okay, let me hyper-focus on this thing and like shut all the blinders off to that and get it done, but know that the next step is going to integrate over here. And I still have all the tabs mm -hmm. open and I'm kind of managing them or juggling them, but I'm yeah. not actively working on them at the same time. Right. Because I think that's like, um, the active emotions and the physical yeah. mental space that it creates is like, oh, it's too much and it's too overwhelming. And I really like how you mentioned, like it's these tabs in, in the mind and you're, but you're going to one tab and doing the tab, you know, even though you have all these background, but it's giving yourself almost permission to be like, I'm drawn to this tab, right? Because you clicked on the tab and yes. you're like, we're going to go to that tab. I have freedom. I'm not being told to go to this certain tab in this certain mm -hmm. order. You know, you clicked on the tab and you have freedom to work that tab and then to switch to the other tabs. You know, I think that's a really great way to, um, to make it concrete, you know, this gift. Mm. Um, so um, also on your chart, there are, um, centers on your chart. So when we're looking at that body graph and any of the listeners who are like, I don't know my chart, um, the links in the show notes to get me your chart and you can see these gifts. So, um, on that body graph, it looks like, you know, um, they're the green centers and, and those are defined centers. And those are centers that you, that means that you always have those gifts. They're always backing you up. They're always with you. And so you have, um, the gift of ideas you have the gift of communication. You have the gift of direction. You have a gift of willpower. Um, you have the gift of energy and mm. you have the gift of uh, drive and the gift of intuition. Are are these, is this a long list for normal? <laughs> yeah, this is like, I'm telling you when I looked at your chart, like usually um, people have, well, you can have any number of defined centers, but you have yeah. seven out of the nine defined centers. And that is <laughs> that a, feels lot. Like a lot. <laughs> Just seeing you have a lot. Yes. And that is really fabulous. <laughs> you know, okay. um, but again, we're always like working with what do we got. So when someone has lots of undefined centers and that's what I have, I have tons of undefined centers. I just work with those gifts of undefined which is gifts that kind of come in ebbs and flows. So mm -hmm. I have to know, like I get to harness those gifts when they're in motion and not yeah. judge myself when they're not in motion, you know, just know they'll always return. But you have um, all these gifts of um, that are surrounding you. And did any of those gifts stand out to you? Like, were you like, oh, wow, you know? Uh, willpower definitely stood out oh, to me okay. as surprising. I feel like I have a lack of willpower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you ask my husband, he would tell you I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually funny. I was not, not to fill this podcast with book recommendations, but no, there is another it. book that I just read recently. Like I finished it a few weeks ago um, by Jay Shetty called Think Like a mm -hmm. Monk. Mm -hmm. And 
in this book, which another beautifully written book yes. really tells oh. the stories of the difference between what, what he defines as the monk mind and the monkey mm -hmm. mind. So the monk Ooh. mind, very centered, understand, very you know, the intuition. Yeah. The wisdom within all the things, mm -hmm. the monkey mind is like playful and curious and kind of all over the place. And yeah. It's funny, as I was even just unpacking some things with my yes. therapist, talking to my yeah. husband, talking to my friend about this book, I was uncovering, my husband has a monk mind by default. He is very much governed by, you know, joy and logic and centeredness mm. and all of these beautiful characteristics, which is why I think I was so attracted to him immediately. Because yes. I'm like, you have all the things I want. <laughs> And right. he's more, you know, he's, he's bad cop in the parenting game. Like he's totally to the rules and to the letter. And this mm -hmm. is how we do things correctly and all of that. And I'm like the free spirit. That's just like, you want cake for breakfast? Let's do it. Like, let's live in the joy. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. yes. I mean, not every day, my kids eat pretty healthy, but yeah. A lot of the time it's like, I just want to follow my inner guide and just, mm -hmm. you know, do what feels good. And sometimes that means a lack of willpower. Sometimes that means yeah. I'm governed more by the, the monkey mind or the childlike mind, which allows yeah. me to kind of go outside of the realm of what maybe I should or need to do in yes. air quotes. Like I want more of that willpower actually. So it's interesting that that is something that I'm showing on the chart because I don't yeah. feel it, but I lust after it. So yeah. well, yeah. let's explore this gift. Um, so they, the, um, I always give each gift a theme and an I am statement. So this is the, um, willpower's I am statement is I can accomplish anything. Mm. And so it's all about, um, I want what I want. Don't stand in my way. And that can be whatever it is. There's no definition of what we want. I oftentimes my clients are like, well, I really want this, but there's this like, kind of like, I don't know if I'm qualified for this, or I don't know if I um, have permission to want this thing. And I'm like, you know what, just because you want it is what that's enough to qualify you for that thing. You know, yeah. it's this deep desire to achieve kind of a statement is like, we're going to crush this, you know, yeah. um, that's like a really good flag to wave. Um, and what you choose to focus on has put, um, unlimitless potential. Um, it is like just about moving mountains. There's no blockage in between where you are and where you're going to go. You're going to crush that mountain journey. You're going to go up through and around in and out of whatever. It's not going to stand in your way. Mm. And it's about taking on these tough projects and be, uh, figuring out how to get through it and do it. It's handling crisis. You're really yeah. good at that too. So, um, so I guess like, um, have you seen this backing you up in your journey or? Yeah. And it's interesting what comes up for me, this is going to quickly become a therapy session. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what comes up for me around this is really that it's what I decide to apply it to. And when it's applied mm -hmm. to something that feels childlike, the willpower is still there, but it's in a different way. And so if I want to feel maybe the thing that I'm seeking is more discipline for the parent side versus the child side or the monk side versus the monkey side. 
And something that is interesting when you said, I want what I want, get out of my way was kind of one of those mantras. So I'm an Enneagram eight, which, you know, blends really beautifully, I think, with human design. And as I explored my Enneagram type and took a course on it and did all the shadow work around it, a lot of parts of the Enneagram eight people describe as the bulldozer. That's how they describe the eight is someone who says, get out of my path. I'm coming through. And typically it's in a position of advocacy for the underdog, partly because I see myself as an underdog and those around me, I want to protect them. So I'm like, get in the bulldozer, everybody. Like I'll protect you. We're going to go forth and forge Mm. this path no matter what. So yes, I would say it, it definitely is descriptive of my personality style. I love that. I love that bulldozer analogy that really like does because it's like nothing's going to stop a bulldozer, you know, Uh, it's going to like move whatever is in its way and going to clear the landscape until it gets where its destination is or cleans up the mess or whatever it is. It's, it's going to facilitate that. I think that's really beautiful. Um, And The other part, um, there's another part of your chart that really stood out to me. And um, actually it's, I'm going to go to your gates. Now gates are on your body graph and they're um, lines that start at an energy center. So start at either those green or white points and they go about halfway across and gates are gifts that we were born with. They're these um, beautiful ways that we can um, bring our gifts to the table And a lot of these gifts are character traits that oftentimes we're just like, oh, I thought that's how I was, which it is. But oftentimes we surpass like, oh, that's just what I do, you know, but it's actually really special. And so the more that we acknowledge the special um, pieces that we bring to the table, the more just like any gift it is expanded. And so um, this is gate 51. And this is, I create waves of impact and change. And so this again is on that willpower center. And this is, you are here to impact others. You're this like thunderbolt of impact. A thunderbolt is this bright light with this loud clap, you know? And so it creates this influence and this change and people notice it. Um, Mm. And to be led through that. Now there's um, part of this being, um, you know, thunderbolt is like people will look they will notice, but there can be this tendency because we're humans to like people please or to not want to create ripples of change, you know, mm. um, and to not want to stand in that power, but you do it in a beautiful way that really supports other people in their journey. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's interesting when I, I haven't said this in a while, but when I used to do consults with people, I would say, you are the queen of your kingdom and I'm your humble advisor. So Mm. who is really doing the work in a government, right? It's typically the, the person, the spokesperson is more like the president or, you know, the head of parliament or like this person, this figurehead, but they can't do it by themselves. They have speech writers, they have advisors, they have research teams, they have all these people. And so I think about myself as one of those roles where like, it's a, it's a powerful resource, but it doesn't always put me in the limelight, which I like as an introvert. So 
I don't want the energy all the time of people absorbing my energy because I need yeah. to preserve and protect that. But if I can kind of reach people and impact and influence change where they are the star and they're getting the light, that feels really good to me. Yeah. And um, being able to shine a light on what is that, um, you know, impact and change that they need to do. And mm. to, to also with our gifts, we get to impart them to others, but we get to link arms with other people who don't necessarily have that gift, you know? Yeah. So people in business are like, have a hard time pivoting or changing or like, or standing out, you know, and it's an ability that we can share with others. Okay. This is what you, you know, how to encourage them in order to, um, link arms together. So, yeah. um, one other gate that really stood out to me, um, is, your gate 26. Um, it's interesting because I pulled all these before we had this conversation. Um, mm. and again, this is on the heart center. So the heart center was just like, meh, 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 let's talk about you today. So <laughs> here we, that is so funny that that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. So, um, this is my messages land with power and purpose. So mm. you have a gift of landing your messages of communicating. This is salesmanship at its finest, which Again, like I can't make this stuff up. Um, <laughs> you have that gift of helping people to see something that they um, that you have is exactly what they need. So mm -hmm. you have the gift of phrasing, um, of magnetizing them towards you with this energy, um, and really passionate about serving people and, and creating this vision with them, um, and um, utilizing this gift. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, yeah, my whole job is sales coaching and training. <laughs> and usually it's funny because I will tell people when they say, what do you do? And I say, well, I meet people and I tell them to sell me on their offer in a sentence or less. And in under a few minutes, I can sell their offer back to them better than they've ever sold it before. And oh it's a skill set. It's, yeah. but it is one of those things that, you know, Again, I think it was in Hidden Potential. I've been reading a lot of books mm -hmm. lately, obviously. But um, in this book, it talks about um, those who can't do teach is like what people typically hear mm -hmm. as the phrasing. But really what it is, is the curse of knowledge is when you get too good at something, mm -hmm. when you're really at the top of your game, it's very difficult for you to teach specific things that have gotten you to the top of your game because yeah. you just do them all the time. So I remember this story of a woman I was coaching. She's in the health coaching space. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm really just like stuck on what to do next in terms of my marketing. And I really want to get my name out there more and share more things. And I said, well, tell me like, what's a typical day for you? And so we're walking through her day and she says, you know, and then I, I make the same breakfast I've eaten every day for the past seven years. And I was like, what? <laughs> we're going to stop there. Hold on. You have eaten the same breakfast every day for seven years. That's <laughs> astounding. Like what? Who? I've never met anyone in my life who's done this. And she's like, well, it's the perfect amount of calories. It's the perfect balance mm -hmm. of macros. It gives me the best energy. It does everything I needed to do. So why change it? And I'm like, have you ever shared this recipe with anyone? And she's like, no, not really. It's just something I make every day. And I'm like, 
record a video making this recipe, give it to your clients, talk about this breakfast. Like it feels so special and it feels so unique. And it was one of those things that she just overlooked every day. She just made this breakfast and thought nothing of it. And once she started sharing it, people are like, oh, I'd love more recipes. And now she started adding recipes to her newsletter. And all of these things started shifting about her business, making it more fun for her, giving her this renewed energy in terms of the marketing side. And her whole team became fully booked with clients and were excited to like try different recipes and do different things. And it was just that one overlooked tiny detail that mm -hmm. became this big thing. And for me, you know, I think it's a lot of that inherent, like, mm -hmm. I just know how to hear these points and I know how to articulate messaging back. And mm -hmm. it's very difficult for me to teach. I teach a lot of sales skills. Yes. That is one of those elusive ones. That's, I just was born with it. And this makes so much sense. It's part of my human design. It, you, there are certain things I think can't be taught. And while I think you can build skills around this yes. and you can make people really strong storytellers and copywriters and write magnetic messaging and all of that, there is an element to it where we need to lean into our natural gifts and abilities. And this is for sure one of mine. Yeah. And like business is all about the sales and the message. That's what keeps businesses alive, yeah. you know? And um, again, like, it's just interesting to me, like how much this validates your journey and your skill set that is special uniquely to you. So, um, well, Justine, we've run out of time. There's so much we could go into, but um, I so appreciate you being on. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been so great. And um, listeners, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for um, being part of this story. Make sure that you go follow Justine um, and me. But Justine, I would love to know how can the uh, listeners get into your world? How can they be a part of things? Yeah. So my website is justinebeauregard.com and all of the good things are there. I also have a podcast called People Over Profit and that's on all the major platforms. So if you're interested in learning about the sales side, marketing side, business growth pieces, the episodes are really short, digestible, action-packed. They're usually focused on one specific thing at a time. So they're under 20 minutes and they'll teach you something and help you execute it quickly. So hopefully that helps people. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. And um, you. listeners will have that in the show notes as well um, and ways to connect with Justine. And listeners, thank you so much for being on here, for, for diving into your chart, for having these Me Too moments, for sharing your energy with us. Make sure you share this to your stories. Um, tag Justine and I, and we'll shout you out as well. All yeah. right, go ahead and embrace your power.